This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode 23, and what an episode we have got <laughs> coming up. Uh, and we're joined by the lovely Chirpy, uh, AGT, or Alex, uh, from DR Sport and Cop TV. How are we doing, Alex? You all good? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I was kind of hoping that um, I wouldn't have to talk about this game anymore, but then I remembered I made a promise with you before the game. You did. I'd come on, so I'm a man of my word, boys. And um Chirpy is definitely not the word, though. I, I, I sense the sarcasm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good because there's going to be a lot of that uh, this this episode. So, um, but no, we, we genuinely appreciate you coming on. No worries, and, it'll, and it'll be great to uh, get a Liverpool perspective as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, we're actually going to talk about your season as well. Just what you think is going well and what you think is wow. going badly. Yeah. Um, and of course, <laughs> I am. Uh, and Ben, uh, always a pleasure, mate. How was your weekend? Thank you. Yeah, it was good. I was actually on, if you recognise, Alex's mark was actually on DR Sports yesterday with him. So that was good fun. It seems like every time I go on there, Brighton get a good result, especially when we play Liverpool. So that was good to rub You're it not going to get Brighton anymore. I've never <laughs> yeah, seen you no, when I'm it's not, not been Brighton-Liverpool, have I, really? <laughs> uh, Norwich. Yeah, actually, no, it wasn't Norwich. Nil-nil. That yeah. was up there. That was actually really yeah. abysmal. But um, yeah, no, it was good fun. Yeah, good, good, it was good fun. Good fun. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you. And obviously, it's a brilliant, yeah. brilliant result for Brighton. Yeah. Um, well... Yeah. Yeah, without further ado, chaps. Wait, no, Ryan. It's yes. his girlfriend Chloe's birthday, so happy birthday, yeah. Chloe. Shout out, Chloe. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, big Chloe. Big up to Chloe. Yeah, enjoy, yeah, enjoy. And uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan will be back for the preview of yeah, our next preview. game. So yeah, let's the preview. Uh, but yeah, let's crack on with the game, boys. Um, I'm sure Alex is chomping at the bit to do that. So uh, we'll we'll crack on. Um, so yeah, first half, let's talk first half. Um, and Ben, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, really strong first half from from the boys from or Brighton anyway, uh, and of course we had that penalty shout from uh, Solly March, but obviously he was offside in the end. Um, well, and a, probably a dive, and it wasn't a penalty as well. Yeah, that should yeah, be yeah. Noted too. Yeah, okay. If anything, it was a foul on Allison. I think. Thank you, Ben. Done, he like stood in his hand. <laughs> yeah, let's I don't get know some balance going on here. Because I was near a Liverpool fan and I was brainwashed, but <laughs> maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. I think Alex <laughs> was get, getting in your head. Um, but okay, yeah. Let's actually, actually, Alex, we'll start with you. We'll start with you first. What did you think? And we'll just focus on the first half. What did you think went wrong in the first half? And just in terms of both teams set up and uh, tactics from both managers. What do you think went right and what do you think went wrong from a Liverpool perspective? Well, clearly nothing went right whatsoever. And Klopp came out after and said, I'm glad you're drinking, uh, came out after and said um, how it was the worst game he's ever managed in his career. And I would what? agree with it. No. Yeah, yeah, he said that after. He was very honest and he said it was awful from minute one. We were actually very lucky not to go in uh, behind at half time. Um, from what Ben and I saw of the game, it was just relentless, really, from Brighton. It was Liverpool defending. I didn't see us put more than five passes together at any stage of the game. 
Um, and normally, you know, when, when we lose big, i.e. the Villa 7-2, Stoke 6-1, um, these kind of games, we've still created chances in those games. We've still scored a consolation or two. But yesterday, we didn't create any chances and obviously we didn't score. Um, I don't think it's it's right to see Alex Hoxley-Chamberlain playing through the middle ever again for Liverpool. Um, and tactically, De Zerbi just smashed it, really. He, he isolated our midfield. You almost suffocated us in the kind of mid-third of the pitch, whether it was from not just the middle of the pitch, but the wings as well. Um, yeah, you just dominated it. And I was surprised that we didn't go in um, at halftime behind. And you always got a chance to, to nick a draw or a win uh, when it goes like that. But coming out in the second half, it, we got exactly what we deserved. Mm. There was no... I have no sympathy for that Liverpool team yesterday when you consider the lack of creativity, passion, uh, energy. We were just suffocated by Brighton. And in the end, it wasn't really a surprising scoreline. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's the thing. I think even in the first half, we could have scored a couple. Um, and obviously in the, in the second, we scored three. So I think, it could, yeah, it could have been five, six without even trying to sort of big up Brighton. But um, Ben, what do you agree with what Alex said? Or do you think... Um, yeah, it was more just Brighton being really because I, I know a lot when it comes to Brighton, right? We we don't. I feel yeah. I personally don't feel like we get the credit when when it is. Obviously, Alex is, is giving it to us, but I feel like a lot of neutrals, a lot of pundits will be like, you know, it's more Liverpool the being poor, being bad, yeah, yeah, exactly, and Brighton being good. Do you think that was the case yesterday? Like Liverpool being terrible and Brighton being just being there? I think <laughs> I think it was a mixture of both, but yeah, Liverpool really didn't turn up, did they? Um, I do feel we are starting to get more plaudits even even when we're playing against a bigger team or beat a bigger team. There is a lot more. Yeah. It's, it's, on match today especially, there used to just be about the other team and then we'll yeah. say Brighton done well and then that'll be it. But the tide is slowly turning, isn't it? It's yeah, like it is slowly people turning. People are starting to come on side. And but I, I'd probably say, yeah, it, Liverpool didn't really turn up and it was quite a simple match. And funnily enough, I thought, well, to be fair, we did speak about them before in the previews. They missed Nunes. There was no none of that yeah. unexpected chaos that could have caused us problems. It, it was, yeah, very, very easy. I think every time we win now, Graham Sunez, former Liverpool legend, he looks like a Muppet every every other oh, game. Yeah, that's class. I don't know if you saw his comments, AGT, at the beginning of the season. He was like, he's had like five clubs in X six six years or whatever. Um, he knows nothing about the Premier League. It's going to be like a failure. I think and he said he single... doesn't know our game. I think he said yeah, he doesn't our know game. our game. Yeah, yeah our yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you now look like a rotten textbook soonest. Yeah, textbook. Talk textbook talks more. That is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I think yeah, it was it was a it was a great first half from, from a Brian perspective, of course. And then going into the second half, um, of course, the first goal. Um, now we got. I'll start again. I'll start with you, uh, ATG. Um, Lalana to Matoma, who then crossed it in for Solly March uh, to sweep it in. We got to talk about Matip um, because he wasn't great in that first goal let's be real gave the ball away yeah. and then got exposed uh essentially got you know pass go prime quite quite easily um is it for liverpool uh, again just sort of focusing on liverpool has that been a recurring theme this season and is, is it just silly mistakes or is it just general general play matip uh, across maybe the last three years has, has got an argument to be our best defender he's mm. been so reliable for us he's really turned general opinion about him around when you consider that for the first, uh, I would say, two or three years of his Liverpool career, he was he was spoken about as someone that Liverpool fans wanted to leave because of the injuries. It was never a criticism when he was on the pitch because if I'm really honest with you, he's, he's very rarely let Liverpool down. 
Um, and the plaudits that he's got have been so deserved over the last two or three seasons. He's been incredible for us and less injuries as well, which has definitely helped his case to become more of like a cult hero. But you're right, yesterday um, for the first goal, he was found wanting, um, gave it away and then couldn't really get back in time. But it's, I think it would be unfair to just single out Matip on this occasion. I mean, Liverpool's defence as a whole wasn't cohesive without Van Dijk there. You kind of miss that experience. Trent was getting by Matoma all the time, wasn't he? Matoma was, was on fire in that first half. Um, yeah. I think Trent pulled it, had to pull him down uh, outside the edge of the box very early on. So defensively, I'm not just going to look at Matip. Um, because again, very similar to Canate in the Brentford game when he gave away that third goal. I can't really tell you many ma- bad moments that Canates had for Liverpool either. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, criticising the, the defence uh, is something that is easy to do, but it was more about um, the defence getting exposed because of that midfield that didn't really show up yesterday. So, mm. um, yeah, w- and then Joe Gomez had one put over his head by Wele <laughs> as well. <laughs> so defensively... That was nuts. We yeah. can look at Matip, obviously, but defensively, everyone was, was below par. The thing is, though, with because obviously, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest, I haven't watched every Liverpool game this season. But even when Van Dijk's been in the team, I feel yeah. like you haven't been that. I but that's like... because of the midfield, my personal opinion. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we've seen Van Dijk maybe facing up a player one on one too many times this season. Mm. That's not his fault. That's because Fabinho and Thiago Henderson, Elliot. Cater aren't doing their job to to maybe protect them as the best they could. Mm. I think when you look at um, Van Dijk, just when he's when he's on the pitch, his stature normally wears the armband when he plays. He's very vocal as well. When you take that out, and and I'm not saying that it's a makeshift pairing at all of Canate and Matip that should still win you Premier League games. Um, but when you take Van Dijk out of it and you're putting in maybe two number twos, it doesn't necessarily always equal like. A number four, yeah. which which Van Dijk is obviously quick maths. Um, <laughs> so take him away. That I mean, you're right. He has been a little bit exposed this season. He hasn't maybe been his best, but at the same time, you still play him. You still play him in every game, um, and it's just finding that partner next to him that can deal with the workload when he's not there. But I guess Kanate and, and Matip just. I mean, there were good moments. Uh, they did have some good moments, but overall, to lose three nil and the goals that we conceded as well. I think especially the second one, you could look at Robertson again. I, we were almost naming every defender for Liverpool here. <laughs> but Robertson could have got a lot tighter to Marsh for the goal. Mm. It was a great finish, though. Maybe Alisson can can jump on that ball before Marsh gets it for the first goal. And the third goal, we've just been outclassed. So mm. defensively, just, just the, all across the pitch, mate. It was just awful. Yeah. Can't yeah. pick out so- any good points. Solly Marsh, right? Um, how much is he worth? Because, okay, this is obviously going to sound mad. But- how old is he? Uh, oh, 26 maybe 27 maybe we're seeing players like Mudrik who scored like five goals in four seasons in Ukraine um, go for like 85 million or 88 million today and then Anthony from the Eredivisie scored maybe like four goals in a season or something like that go for 100 million to Man United I'm not saying it's only much worth 100 million but how much is he worth right now do you reckon Maz as the bright uh, man would go to the, the yeah well so I'll just check he's 28 which is obviously okay. a big factor um, when you do it, but obviously English tax as well. We got add, we got to add at least ten, fifteen million on top for for English tax. So I don't know. I mean, look, he's not. 
you know what it is with him? When you say Solly March, no one's gonna go, "Oh fuck me!" Like, wow, like, he's worth you know seventy million just because he's not. Unless he was know, called like, Solberto Marcos. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, mate. Put, <laughs> put a Brazilian little nickname on him, yeah. and he'll he'll go for ninety Polino. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think he's not the most attractive like name in that sense. But this season, genuinely, find me a better right winger, especially English, in the Premier League this season. I don't think you probably would. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's one. There's one. There's one. Okay, okay. But aside from Saka, <laughs> <laughs> ruined your whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from Saka, um, I think he's up there. <laughs> let's just let's just spin it back. He's up there anyway, right? Yeah. So he, he's he's very, up there. He, What's the price tag? Okay, price I'm, tr- I'm trying to justify it, right, Ben? I'm trying to justify it. Yeah. Um, I think oh, I don't know because it's going to sound stupid. Dude. Like if I say something ridiculous, I reckon if okay in today's market. Right here, right now, forty million. Oh, relax yourself. Forty million. Forty <laughs> no. fifteen million. No, listen, listen. No. You got to take so you take fifteen away from forty is twenty five. So that's is he actual... twenty five though? Yeah, 25, 25 million, and then fifteen million tax. Bush forty mil. About AGT. I mean, go on. He scored four goals this season and four assists, right? Yes. Which is Playing his best return so far? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, that is not 40, 50 I'm saying right now. Me. I'm saying right now, though. Right now, I, I'd say right maximum 22.5, I'd say. <laughs> it's very precise. Yeah, no, because he's, he's half of what... Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I, is, is it me being harsh? Do I recognise his game as much as He'd I He'd score more be? than okay. four goals in the Ukrainian league, like Madrid, wouldn't he? No, okay. okay, okay let's, let's <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, I don't think that's fair because obviously he's, he's much younger as well. And Anyway, anyway, going back to March, right? So... Last season, he was very good as well. Again, I don't expect you to, to watch him much last season in terms of, you know, as a Brighton fan. He was arguably, before he got injured, he was arguably on course to be our player of the season uh, in what was our best ever Premier League finish. And then this season, he's been on flames, obviously. He's been interrupted by the World Cup. And he's picked up the format and his output now on the Zerbi is completely different to what it was under Potter, which he's obviously getting assistant goals, which he wasn't before. So, yeah, okay, 40 million probably... No one's going to pay that. But if you no. consider, if you're going to keep, Chelsea. if you, cons- if you consider, like, <laughs> even Chelsea won't come for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, they're buying anyone, mate. So we got a chance. Um, but yeah, do you know what? I'm going to stick with it. 35, 40 million. I'll stick with it. Went down a bit. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what, what about you, Ben? Go on, Ben. How much you think um, If we, like, so if he carried on this form for the rest of the season, no, 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 you said, price no, tag no, right now. No, yeah, no, price no, tag right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah price. Okay, so price tag right now. Yeah. Um, yes, 35 mil. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're being very, we're, we're very biased, right? 22 fans, yeah. and a half, man. No, no, I think, do you know what? The more I deep it, I think 20 million, yeah. 20 Look million. at these Brighton fans. They get hold of a player and they instantly think, oh, how much can we get for him? <laughs> no, but no, I, I, I don't, I still think he's probably not even up there. So like, Matoma for me is still better. McAllister, Caicedo. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, how much those... is Matoma worth then? Maybe that's more exciting, AGT. Yeah, that's, that's. And he's actually yeah, got a foreign question. name. Yeah. <laughs> I think his ceiling is mm. of maybe like a 50, 60 million kind of player. Yeah. From what I've seen anyway, you guys will have seen more. Maybe you think it's more. But um, he is he is a good player. I can't lie. And how old is he now? 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah he's not actually a little bit young, younger. Yeah. Yeah, All right, yeah, well, maybe yeah, around fifty. He just burst um, into the scene. I mean, you're 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 valuing Kaisido at like seventy. McAllister, what's he? Fifty. Yeah, uh, think, what you think McAllister's not worth as much? World as... Cup winning tax. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, World Cup, <laughs> I'd say, World Cup winning I'd tax. I'd say, yeah, 50, 60 maybe. Relaxing. How old is he? 
Mac, Big Mac. Oh, he's like 24. Yeah. Is it? 23, yeah. 24, 20, yeah. Tough I would say 24, 20. We should know these ages, though. It's just tough. <laughs> yeah. Life moves quick. I th- no, I think, I think it's 23, 24, uh, Mac Allister. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 24. There you go. Bosh. Okay. Um, Do you think yeah. Moises, or Moises would be the most expensive player in our squad right now? Yeah, due to, due to age, I think, just because he's 21. And his ceiling is like ridiculous, in my opinion. Mm. Um, no, he dominated us yesterday. Yeah, but up. we were saying that as well, though, Maz. Would he do that? Would he play like he does at Brighton if Liverpool signed him? Would he be Who, as though? good? Yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's that jump. I, I, I know, think... but we probably said that with Basuma that he would be as good at Tottenham, but it just yeah, it's, true. It's, true. it's hard. I, I, it's hard I did to expect judge now. I did expect Basuma to do better at Spurs. To be fair, but I feel like with Liverpool, because as AGT's touched on, the midfield is is aging. It's slow. It's, you know, it's not what it used to be three, four years ago when mm. they were, you know, when arguably the, the Man City and Liverpool were the best two teams, well, they were best two teams in England. They're like a shadow of their former selves in the mid, in that three midfield three. So I think if you put Caicedo in there with a Thiago, with a uh, Fabinho even. So let's say, let's say Caicedo, Fabinho, Thiago. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, whack Bellingham in there, mate. That now is that is a yeah, serious midfield. Like yeah. I feel like the energy that Caicedo will bring, which is what Liverpool for me personally, and I'm sure AGT, I would love to hear what you think. But I feel like that energy is what you're lacking at the moment. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, we we have spoke about it on the Cop TV in the week, didn't we? I said the fact that Liverpool used to have yeah, two years ago the highest presses, the highest mm-hmm. long distance runs, and the highest sprints in in the Premier League. Held yeah. that for like two, three years at the highest level of, of the highest pressing order. Um, but now we sit 14th in that table. So the stats don't lie. If you look at a player like Caicedo who runs a lot, makes a lot of tackles, sprints, presses, then it's just what we need. Mm. Um, and if we did have him in there, I think he wouldn't be the answer to all of our issues, but he would definitely cover a good third of them. Yeah. Um. And like you say, if you get Bellingham as well with Thiago, that is such a, a well balanced midfield. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm looking at him. I mean, we how, could how, how much do you him. pay for him? Agt. Thirty. <laughs> You're asking me for, or Liverpool? So I'd no, pay thirty. You'd pay thirty for Kai. No, start low. Negotiate. Start low, bro. This is You're how it works. Crazy. Do you know? We'll you know, end up you're... at fifty, but I'll go and yeah. start with thirty. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, Tony Bloom's like notoriously uh, an absolute wheeler and dealer. Like he, he will not let you leave. So I think Basuma got twenty-five million with like twelve months left on his contract. Um, obviously, Trossard's uh, now got a year and a half, but he looks out of his door, out the door, so he should mm. be at least. We whatever. actually need probably need to talk about that because. It yeah. was a shame when we done our last podcast when he was just on the Euro Tunnel leaving the country. Yeah. Um, so that's um, a tricky situation in itself. Yeah, well, we'll finish uh, just on on the game. We'll cover the game, then we can yeah. go on to the the uh, more sort of general stuff. But yeah, the final thing, obviously, uh, AGT touched on it. Danny Welbeck, what that guy Welbs, mate, took the what piss. A, he he fully. Do you know what? You know that you know that meme when it's a, it says Wele and he's a photoshopped of yeah. him as a Brazil as, as Pele. That that was all fully banter, right? Everyone's mm. taking the piss without me. But he actually reincarnated that. He done mm. a little samba flick over Gomez, <laughs> and then on the volley past Allison. It was just unbelievable. But the question is, and I will start with you, Ben. How much uh, is he worth? Eighty, hundred mil. No, uh, no. Uh, how obviously he's been injured in it uh, up until well the first get, last game before Liverpool, uh, where he came back from from injury. Um, how important do you think the, the return of Danny Welbeck is going forward for us the rest of the season? It, it adds depth, but I guess until we see some injuries, it might not affect us. I still mm-hmm. probably start Evan Ferguson ahead of Welbeck in the next game against Leicester, which should be, yeah, should be a good game that. 
um, just because even for Evan Ferguson's output's going up as well. Mm. Did you get an assist? Did you get an assist yesterday as well? Uh, yeah, he, he yes, up? he did. Yeah, he's in the build-up. Yeah, he uh, could have scored as well. He could have. Mm. Yeah, he could have scored. Um, I don't think most players on the pitch could have scored for Brian. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'll probably start Evan Ferguson uh, over him. But having Danny Welbeck come back in the, in the few minutes that he's had and already already mm. score and score a worldie that he did. Yeah, it's a very, very good thing for the club. And it, most importantly for me, it was his first goal of the season as well, which yeah. hopefully will just, you know, get his confidence right up there. And if he does start, hopefully add more goals to his game. Because we always talk about output, don't we? We want mm. the output from it's a It's funny striker. that you actually done, you done the comparison before the game, didn't you? Yeah, mad. Evan Ferguson and Welbeck. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so, and AGT, I, I know it's not really applicable to, you probably don't give a shit what uh, Danny Welbeck does for the rest of the season, but what, what do you think of Danny Welbeck? Uh, you know, would you would you start him? Would you keep Evan Ferguson up there from what you've seen of Evan Ferguson? I think the role that he plays is, is around about par for the course, considering the career he's had, the age that he's at, mm. the fact that he does get a lot of injuries. I think to have him as an option to bring on, you're very well placed there to be bringing on someone who can get you a goal. And that's what he did the mm -hmm. the other day. And the finish itself, I mean, he's rolled back the years. I, I actually don't think he's ever done that in his career. <laughs> yeah, that was the funny no, saying, isn't it? Saying he's rolled there. back the years. That was he's rolling that. forward. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> no, there, was, there was one goal that he scored from Man United, which was an absolute worldie, but I can't, can't it was that one good, goal. I can't remember it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it was that good. I, I think he scored a bicycle kick for Arsenal. But I might be wrong. Oh, I might be. I remember, I'm thinking of. remember him scoring yeah. a brilliant goal for Arsenal. About He's a good player. Though. Anyway, yeah, that, yeah. that, that yeah. guy works, mate. Yeah. But the thing is, actually, do you know what? I've got to put my hands up because um, AGT won't know this, but um, I do slander Welbeck a lot, and I have done in the past. I've called him a donkey in the past. Um, El Borro. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> uh, uh, El Borro. Yeah, I'm going to start calling him that from now on if he put, drops a clanger. <laughs> but yeah, I'll put my hands up. Like he is. Uh, I've sort of seen the light a little bit. I, I can appreciate what he brings to the team. Whereas before, I think I was a bit blinded by stats, you know, like, oh, he's not scoring goals. He's not providing assists as much as he should do, probably, as that sole striker. But I think I'm seeing the light now that like, it's not all about how many goals you score. Mm. And um, also, off the pitch, great, probably a great role model yeah. for Evan Ferguson. 100%. Who else would you want? Having, having that hand over the shoulder yeah. and just being like, listen, mate, you know, tough times don't last uh, tough people I've scored, a goal. I've scored one goal at Real Madrid you can probably <laughs> yeah. get two <laughs> yeah one day one day Did yeah header yeah. header against Real Madrid anyway. not Evan Ferguson yeah. <laughs> for Bohemians age 15 yeah, um, yeah. no um, <laughs> so yeah just to sort of recap and, and summarise the game uh, yeah big big result for us obviously we're still still in 7th and I don't know where did you where are you guys now in the league age Ninth now, yeah. Ninth, no, great, really. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think you'll get European spot this season? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, we are still only halfway through, but we would have to go on some run now mm -hmm. and at least win the next five to ten games if we're going to take the top four seriously. It's almost to the stage now where it's a write-off and we go again next year. Mm. Um but then there's the catch-22 of wanting to go again next year with maybe no Europe instead of having to play the Thursday nights, which, oh, God. I can't even believe I've just admitted that or said it out loud. It's horrible. Oh, I mean, we literally played three Champions League finals in the last five years. And now I'm talking about, I'm bringing the word Thursday. Oh, it. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I would hate to yeah, be in your position. You. Honestly, it's all oh, relative, sounds, though, boys. It's sounds all relative, awful. Though, no, no, honestly, until you we get saying... there, you won't understand. <laughs> no, we, we won't. Will. So, yeah, we, <laughs> we never will. Um, we were saying this on the show yesterday, Baz. Um, like, 
obviously Liverpool are kind of known for their amazing academies and bringing up all these amazing youngsters. But we were trying to figure out like when was the last time, other than Ben Dope recently, when was the last time they did have a youngster other than Trent? So do you reckon right now, Brighton have a better academy than Liverpool Football Club? When you say academy... Like that. Yeah, when, yeah, scouting. yeah, when you say yeah, academy... I, I, yeah, we yeah, still do yeah, have yeah, strong scouting. players coming through. Yeah, um... I, I don't know about that. I mean, there there are very good players. That the thing is with Liverpool, right? If you if you're a 17, 18 year old coming through the ranks, the squad, yeah. I mean, look yeah. at yeah. who's ahead of you. Um, with yeah. all due respect, there's levels, right? So when you're 17, 18, and you're <laughs> that's, no, that's levels yesterday though. <laughs> I know. You, <laughs> all right, you know what I mean though. If, if we're looking at Liverpool as a football club, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, the players that we have on that pitch in terms of the, the wages. If you're a Stefan Bacetic, for example, who who is coming through the academy, who I rate very highly. Um, he's actually Spanish-Serbian, so he could... I mean, coming through the academy and then and then being promoted to the first team, playing with Thiago. I mean, you can't really yeah. get much better, like you said, an arm around your shoulder than that, mm. especially if you're a Spanish midfielder yourself. Um so he's come through. Nico Williams has won a Premier League. Curtis Jones has won a Premier League um, with Liverpool. Uh, Rian Brewster won a Champions League. Barely. Uh, <laughs> I'm scraping Bruce, the yeah. barrel at this yeah. stage. Is that video but, of him wearing it around his neck yeah, when he's getting his haircut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, singing that song as well. But um, no, listen, maybe more could come through. But again, look at the competition. And we're not necessarily a team. But there's not competition right now. And that's where the loyalty comes from. Klopp. Yeah, but to, you're not going to play a 16-year-old over, over someone. Probably do like a better that. job right now, though. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah, why, why not? Because that's the Wait, thing, right? You're killing me right now. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's, you know, it's a genuine question. Though, because... I'm being serious. Yeah, I'm being serious. No, because, uh, for example, right? Let's just use us for as an example. When um, Welbeck got injured, Evan Ferguson, I know he's 19. He's not exactly a 16-year-old. But... It, you know, the table's like, well, I you know, there's not much else around in this world. Obviously, he had Dennis Undav, but he was like, I'd rather give the youth a go. And I feel like, again, I, I'm not the manager of Liverpool uh, FC, but if I was Jurgen Klopp at the moment, let's be real, nothing's going right. Well, that's at the what moment. we did last night. We brought on Ben Doak, you know, made mm. one of his first ever Premier League appearances. He is 60 or 17, I think. Mm. Um, and we got him from Celtic. And we, you know, not necessarily the academy, but when you're that young, you obviously train with the younger lads, don't you? And mm. you're, you're in and around the under 23s. So he's coming through, which is refreshing to see. We genuinely didn't have anything else yesterday. So we had to bring him on. But when the likes of Jota come back, um, Firmino, Diaz, Nunes. I mean, look, look at the names we're missing out yeah. on here, gents. So when they come also, back, to maybe play Devils Avocado. Chances. Yeah, um, it's it's probably more pressure for Klopp to play the better players. I think Zerbi could probably get away with playing a youngster here and yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. There's obviously so when much you more spend pressure under Klopp. Yeah, seventy million yeah. on Nunes. You're not going to play an academy. No, no of course, mm. of course. Yeah, no, no. I completely get yeah, that side of things. But then, but then, yeah. J just going on to my earlier point, it's like if if you're going for a really tough patch, which you guys are, and nothing seems to be working in terms of the starting 11. And like, I don't, I don't know, it's just me personally. I'll go it's like Man United have gone Nacho, I guess. They yeah, gave exactly. It's like, look, it's, nothing else is working. So why as well just chuck the Whoa. young lad in. Stefan Bacetic, he, he's an example yeah. of that. Came on the other night and scored against Aston Villa. Mm. Um, so there is that um, look to the bench to see, right, who's the next up? Who can we bring through? And Klopp, to be fair to him, has always used youngsters and... And and a lot of younger players. I remember in the FA Cup last year we played uh, Cardiff at home and Frauendorf was playing, Connor Bradley, 
Tyler Morton, who's now um, just signed a long-term deal with Liverpool, who's come through the academy. He's a very interesting prospect. Um, so Klopp definitely believes in them. It's just we need wins now. And to yeah. get wins now, maybe you can't rely on the young lads all the time because of that lack of experience. But I, I totally get your point. And, and I think Klopp has actually used a lot of young players in his time, especially last season. Yeah. And um, as you see, another question for you. Uh, and I'm, sort of, I'm not trying to agree. I'm actually generally, <laughs> I am generally interested to hear from a Liverpool perspective. Um, you, you talked about the season being a write-off, essentially. Um, and we've, we've touched on the midfield. Aside from the midfield issue, what do you think needs to be done to fix the current form problem or whatever it might be, even going into next season? What, what do you think needs to be changed, if anything? Just buy some midfielders. Um, since we won the Champions League, we've signed two midfielders. And that is um, Thiago and Artemelo. Who's injured, right? Yeah, who's played 30 minutes for Liverpool. On the missing list. (laughs) Yeah, so buy some midfielders and then we might see some improvements. Buy Saicedo, get him in. Don't do it. Um, Buy Jude Bellingham. I mean, it's going to cost a good 150 to 200 mil to fix the midfield problem. Mm. And because the owners are obviously looking to sell slash look for investment, um, maybe they're not. Maybe that isn't their priority right now to give Liverpool another two hundred mil after we've just spent around forty on Gakpo. That was such a good deal, but again, we haven't seen enough from him so far. But the main thing for me, invest. I think going forward, we'll work out. It'll be fine. We've got so many big names going forward. But do you know what? Actually, yesterday the game yesterday made me think. Actually, maybe we do need a def- another defender now. Mm. <coughs> um. Just in terms of having someone that can step in when Van Dijk isn't there, I, th- I think maybe in the summer we go for a big defender. But still in January, I mean, it's the 15th now, 15, 16 days to go. If we don't see a midfielder come through the door, I'll be massively frustrated to see that we've let another opportunity go and we haven't reacted or been proactive, I should say, to the situation. I can't imagine a world where we invest 40 in another attacker, but then don't invest at least 40 to 50 or 60, 70 mm. in a midfielder. It's the wrong sign. I don't see the logic behind that. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of um, what Chelsea are doing at the moment. Like, they sign Mudrick. It feels like they don't need another attacker. And it's like, you need a midfield, centre midfielder or, uh, yeah, arguably centre-back. Chelsea have spent now 500 million since August. We've spent that in the last 10 transfer windows. That's crazy. So there, there you go. I mean, Genuinely, Klopp has done miracles with with what he's had available to him, um, and it seems like almost every week in his press conferences, he's seeming to bat away questions about how much money is available, who we're going for. Um, but he, there must be someone on the radar. Um, but at the same time, we, the whole midfield needs surgery. It's not just one or yeah. two players. It's a good two or three we need are to bring in. Are you worried about Klopp leaving? No, no, I don't think. I don't think our situation right now would get better if Klopp left. And also to to people that are saying Klopp out, one, you know what these internet fans are like. I I wouldn't necessarily believe all the hashtags you see. You'd have to go in and and see who they're coming from because some people just jump on the bad wagon for the sake of it. But one, I don't see um, who would even come in and make us better. Deserby? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) <laughs> um, maybe he'll go to Chelsea in a couple of years. You yeah. know I mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but Klopp's uh, a man of his word. He'll stay until the end of his contract and Liverpool won't sack him. 
There's no way that happens. The full backing is with the manager from the top down. Um, and if you're looking at Klopp as part of the problem, you'd be right in terms of, you know, he always needs to take 15, 20, 25% of the blame. But it's 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 not him. Trust me, the grass is, is not always greener. And again, there's no one else better in the world, I would think right now, who's better placed with the experience that can sit down and go, right, let's go again than Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. So I'm with him all That's the a way. Good- that's a good segue mentioning that the grass isn't always greener because I think we should talk about Trossard. Yeah. The fact that he's left the country, he's mm. thrown his toys out the pram because he refused to sign a new contract before the World Cup and now he wants to look for somewhere else. And then um, and then his he, agent released a statement as well, didn't he? His agent yeah. released a statement which didn't help things whatsoever. No, saying that uh, we've acted really poorly. And yeah. The reason and, why he left training early is because he had an injury or something like that. Yeah. But of, who, I don't know who you believe there. You've got to back the manager, I suppose. Um, but if Trossard does want to come back, because I think there's been a few hints that he might get a chance to come back, I don't know if I'll take him back. Really? It's, no. no. Just, it's, just, it's, it's tainted, it's tainted now. Yeah. It's tainted now, isn't it? So I, I get thought, him out in January, yeah? Yeah, get him out, mm. mate. Good riddance, mate. We don't need him. We've got Matoma anyway. Um, now, on a, on a serious note, I, uh, I feel like even if he wanted to come back, like imagine, because apparently, oh yeah, and that was the other rumour, wasn't it? They had a fight with someone, didn't he? Apparently he had a scrap with... In training. Yeah, in training, training, yeah. Yeah, and I think some people were saying it was Lewis Dunk. Anyway, all these, you know, what it's like on the internet, everyone was making up. Mm. Who, like, so, I think someone said that Trossard unfollowed Dunk on Instagram. Yeah, so it must, it must have been him. I was like, that is so like playground <laughs> shit. But um, yeah, let's just pretend for, for argument's sake, it was Lewis Dunk, he had a, an argument. So like, imagine going back, the club captain, you just had a big Barney and you, you've left the country, you've fallen out with the manager, your agents publicly come out and said whatever. Yeah. Like how... Took a screenshot of his iPhone notes and just Yeah, tweeted. do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. all a bit of a mess. I feel like... and it's, it's a mess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a mess too far, I think. And um, and again, and, and in all seriousness, I genuinely, hand on heart, would not be that gutted if he le- like left because um, I feel like Matoma's doing a very good job at the moment I know I know he's not like uh, we need depth and we need people to mm. come off the bench etc but I feel like in that area it's not like we're light and it's not um, you know it's not like we can go out and buy players we, we've got loads of players out on loan you know with Dingro we've got uh, Bonatoni who's just come in mm-hmm. we've got in Kiso on the bench like we have got depth in that area and Trossard he was very much, I don't know if you agree, but um, he was very much a man of uh, confidence and his consistency was very up and down. One game, world, he scored a hat-trick against Liverpool. Next game, he dropped a one out of 10 um, and just would go missing. It's like, mm-hmm. he was never consistent throughout his career. So, I'm actually not Good too player concerned. though. If someone he can is. pick him up and, and get his head right. 100%. But again, the, the whole, you know, throwing your toys out, I don't like that. As soon as you mm-hmm. show any signs of that, get out. Well, so, we never saw so, this. This came up from left field. Like there was yeah, no, and there was no hints that he was a player that would act like this. But it's ben, come out of nowhere where he's all of a sudden. I don't agree. You know, I, the, the, I, I he did strike me as a player who could drop a hissy fit. Like really? you see, his emotions on the pitch sometimes when when things yeah, weren't going I our way, he'd like drop his head. He'd start having a go at people. But um, AGT, that's a really good point actually because it, we're not just talking about the oh, can he come back from Brighton? Imagine perspective buyers if they see that they're like why why would we want to bring a play with an attitude problem why would we want to is he going to do that with us like if we don't play him? and that's where he should have maybe thought about his actions a bit more because mm. it's all very well wanting to go to a new club there's so many players yeah, that want 100%. that but get your head down and, and earn it do you know what i mean and exactly. leave one leave on good terms you know look at um 
someone like Sadio Mane for us, right? Um, obviously, we didn't want him to leave, but he wanted to move to Bayern Munich. So as soon as you know that, it's kind of, well, there's the door. Thanks for all your service. But that man, in his last game for us, hit the post in the Champions League final. He was desperate to end his his time at Liverpool on a high. And he did the right thing, left, you know, with, with class. But I think once you start getting forced to train with the reserves and there's rumours about, is he injured? Is he just throwing it in? Yeah. Throwing the towel in? Then the, the attitude questions start. And then once they start... Yeah, you're right. The the prospective buyers are going, well, we don't want a bad apple. And they might be in January in a, in a season-defining moment and then they bring him in and then something happens. So for his own sake, he's he's kind of yeah. effed it up for himself, mm-hmm. really. 100%. There was a bid from overseas, wasn't there? For people that don't know, that listen, mm-hmm. it's a bid from overseas that I think we rejected. Um, what I no idea what club it is. I can't even guess what country it's come from. But I reckon it'll be like an Italy or something. He, he strikes yeah. me as... Like, I think his pace suits the... Yeah, like a yeah, Italian like team. That. Yeah, but like, yeah, just just to sort of round it off, I suppose, from my perspective, um, yeah, class player on his day. Uh, you know, there's no doubt he's a very, very good player. Um, it's just when his head's in the game and uh, when he can be asked, essentially. Um, so, do you know what? Good, good luck if he, if he does leave. Um, if he does come back, great. You know, he can be a, he can be a squad player. He can come <laughs> he the can be the water boy. He can be the water boy. Yeah. Uh, I just don't, yeah, I, I don't see a way back for him, unfortunately, and. Um, yeah, I, I think he will be on his way out in this. Cash season. in on him and yeah. throw the money at Levi Carwell. Yes. Oh, my God. We can't, sorry, we can't finish the pod without <laughs> speaking about Levi Carwell. I know AGT probably thinks, fuck this. Get me out of here. But <laughs> Could be a centre back for you. For yeah, Levi mate. Carwell. Well, he didn't tell have you what, anything you... to defend, though, boys. We had no work nah, to do he's... yesterday. Okay, but can you, not... Le- yeah, can you not. Yeah, other, you other, other games fast. as well. Oh, no. You can tell he's going to be good. Yeah, Rolls Royce. He had nothing to do yesterday. Nothing. No, it's true. No, it's true. He, he didn't have much to do, but when he did, he done it very well. I think that was the key thing. Um, and I, 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 do you know what it's going to be? It's going to be one of those lone heartbreaks where he's going to be class for us, and then come the end of the season, like Chelsea, like cheers, lads. Because he was um, at the Chelsea game today, we'll wasn't he? In, in front of yeah, 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 yeah. We're just taking back. Thanks for that. Thanks for developing. <laughs> he was at Stamford Bridge today. Well, that was heartbreaking to see. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was in front uh, of Madrid classic. in the same box as him. He's, oh, classic. I oh, know, that was heartbreaking. Everyone was like, so don't he... panic, don't panic, yeah. it's normal. But no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not, it's not, mate. You know, that's like going around to your exes for a Sunday roast. Yeah, he's discussing <laughs> the reaper option with Graham Potter, that's what he's doing. It could yeah. have been a really good roast, to be fair. Um, yeah. I had a roast today, actually. Did you? Oh, yeah, oh, beef. Oh, lovely. I had, I had, a, I had a beef uh, udon. Oh, that was very nice. Udon. Uh, right. Udon, yeah, Udon noodles. Udon noodle. Oh, right. Yeah, very nice. nice. Beef Udon. Right, right lads, um, absolute pleasure and a great, great podcast. Um, thank you very much, AGT, for joining us. I know it was probably uh, not the most enjoyable 37 minutes of your life, but we appreciate you nonetheless. I've had worse. You don't have, yeah, you don't have to talk <laughs> about this game ever again until yeah. probably yeah, tomorrow please, when you're doing man. some other next show. time we play you just stay well away from me. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> it'll probably um, be in like august or september or something like that yeah. just we've got to stop a- meeting AGT, like be- before we before <laughs> we let you leave uh we always ask for a comment down below so so basically you give a phrase or a statement or whatever it might be and then they'll leave it in the comments below so what would you like it to be this week there will be two whilst he's thinking there will be two comments because we should probably throw um some comments from wepu who's oh of course sorry yes oh yeah got the heart attack 
Yeah, yes. that which is crazy. Apparently, that whilst he was driving, I don't know if the reports are true, but if they are true, yeah, throw some yeah. love for him weapons. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then also, sending we send everyone uh, from Seagull Social and of course DR Sports. We send all our best wishes mm. for the Mwepu family and of course Mwepu himself as well. So uh, hopefully, my comment would cover. probably be Adam Lalana. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to no. be fair, he was decent yesterday. Yeah, he was good. But yeah, on the pitch yesterday. Yeah, no, he was very good. He's very... There's so many players that we could have mentioned this yeah. pod, but um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. ah, fair play. All right, very good, Lalana. You're welcome. That is comment down below, and of course, show some love for him, Wepu, as well, uh, in the comments. And of course, as per usual, please do like, comment, and subscribe. It does mean a lot to us. Uh, anything we can do to try and get uh, a bigger fan base is much appreciated. Uh, and of course, if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, hit the five star and uh, leave a review if you want to. Mm-hmm. And AGT's but, links will be below yes. as well. Big up, lads. Big up, big up, Cock TV. Big up, DR Sports. And big up, AGT. And thank you so much. Peace out. Peace. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.